Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's going to be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends, too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. I'm not support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support Podcast brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I am your host, June Colson, here with Michelle, with one L, Rhonda Corey's friend, Trisha's sister, never call her Shelly, Michelle Van Dusen. <laughs> How you doing, Michelle? I am well. Thanks for that long intro, because uh, that's right. Don't call me Shelly. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's my favorite. <laughs> so Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Come on, both Pickles. Of, let's uh what? let's start let's start with the fact that both yes. of us have had a family member move out of our home this week. Yes. Oh yeah. Yay. You had a cat, you had a cat move out, and I had a dog. Yes. Okay, it's hot it's hot dog. It's my dad. He's not really a dog, but <laughs> But there's a cat and a dog. So, so Mr. Fox, Mr. Fox has now gone to college. For those of you who've been following our podcast, you know that Michelle has been the grandmother to a beautiful kitty cat that she loves so much and lies like a dog about and says she doesn't love this cat. You've had it for how long, Michelle? I, I love my son. Let's clarify that very, okay. very clearly. I don't love the cat. I like the cat. I love my son. And because I love my son, I watched his cat till his cat got old enough to go to college. Mm -hmm. And then he was old enough to go mm -hmm. to college. And my kid goes, oh, yeah, he's got to get fixed. So then he got fixed. Then he got well. Oh, wait, we got to wait for the paperwork to go through. So now the paperwork has finally gone through. The child has taken his cat. He is at college. He sent me a picture. Up, He's up in his little windowsill looking out at the dorm. So he, the cat is very happy. Mm -hmm. And um, I found out that apparently they're going to come home for Thanksgiving, yeah, which is a yeah. week break, a whole week. Yes. I'm like, yeah. why, why not just a day? What? No, you're not bringing this cat mm -hmm. back to my house. And then, and then he goes, oh yeah. And then of course Christmas, it'll be a whole month. I'm like, what? Yeah. No, no. So um, apparently all the cleaning I just did, scrubbing and getting every piece of fur out of my house, doesn't matter. Just no. doesn't matter anymore. Nope. Yeah. No. When you said the cats, the cats leaving, I'm like, really? For a week, Michelle? It's almost Thanksgiving break. It, yep. it left. It left at the end of fall break. Almost Thanksgiving break, and it's coming back yeah. at Christmas. It's like a kid. It's like a kid. You think they oh. went away, but then they come back, don't they? Well, my they come back. My uh, my guest that moved out. I'm still trying to piece my my house back together. Uh, but my daddy hot dog has been with us. He uh, Monday was four weeks since he had quadruple bypass surgery. Wow, which makes him so proud. You know what I mean? Like first they were going to do two bypasses, and then he um, 
He's like, let's then double he was, down. Let's double down. Let's. Well, then they told him it was going to be three. And like most people, if you came out of surgery and they're like, you know, we're so sorry, but we had to do four. They'd be like, oh my gosh, four. But he was like, yeah, that's right. Four. Like he, he says it with pride to people. He's like, yeah, I just had quadruple bypass surgery. <laughs> so, so he's been hanging out. He's been hanging out here at my house. And, um, He's had the downstairs bedroom and I set up a recliner in there and he had a big screen TV at his own kind of man cave downstairs. And, and Michelle, I didn't, he didn't want to leave. Hot dog was not ready to go. <laughs> he was um, set up. I've stayed, at, I've stayed at your house. I didn't want to leave either. You treat your guests amazing. It's like better than a five-star resort. Really. Yeah. You've got the pool in the back. You've got the snacks on the pillows. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I- well, yeah, we we've had people who who've tried to stick around, but my husband and I have been up here in, in the office. Like if you saw the other side of this room, it's absolutely frightening. It's just it's laundry and paperwork and bags and suitcases and uh it, it's just a hot mess. But his final yeah. his final day with this was on Halloween and you know my mom passed away in May. And uh, my mom, that was our holiday. She would always sit on the front porch and harass small children. Um, she would scold them if she told them to get two pieces of candy and they grabbed three. She, she was calling them out. Yeah, she was calling them out. <laughs> but I, I have a video of my dad. I should have sent it to you. I have a video of my dad. He took the post where my mom would sit on the front porch and hand out the candy. Hot dogs sat out there. And he had a lawn chair. He had a, a bucket of candy. And he had two packs of Marlboros. Yeah, quadruple bypass. Still two packs of Marlboros in his side. And he was smoking a cigarette, holding a big bowl of candy. And <laughs> no one Never was coming. Kids. Nobody Never was coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody was coming up to get candy from him. He was just a freight train <laughs> over there. And like we live in a, a pretty kind of fancy type neighborhood over here. So, you know, all the like soccer moms are like, no, Kimmy, don't get candy from the Marlboro man. Like he looks dangerous. So I came down. I was like, dad, is this the game plan? Like you just keep smoking and nobody will take your candy. And he goes, pretty much. <laughs> so so we man, have a lot of leftover man. candy. We have a lot of leftover candy. You, you can deliver that. You can mail it. It, it ships very well. That's it. Saying. You know yeah. my address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could ship it to you because you know what I don't buy? I don't buy chocolate. I will buy bags um, and bags of hard candy like okay, weeks before Halloween because yeah. if chocolate is in my house, chocolate is it's not in my house not very in your house. long. Like it'll never make it to the trick-or-treaters. So, so yeah, you got to know your limits. You got to know your limits. But listen, we have hit, talk about limits. We have hit the limit on an amazing, amazing guest to wrap mm-hmm. up season dos. Didn't know I spoke Spanish, did you? Season two. Of the no. Laugh Support podcast. That was Spanish for no. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you said didn't know it. I thought that was like nine. No, no, that's, no German. that's 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 no. German. Michelle, we're not a bilingual podcast. Stop it. Listen, listen. This witty okay. banter is over because we have yes, an amazing yes. guest on the show yes. today. And this this gentleman was the inspiration for the Laugh Support podcast. So tell us who is our season finale guest. On season two of Laugh Support. On season two. Uh, okay, so real quick intro for this guy. Uh, this comedian and podcaster, uh, he's on his way to becoming a media mogul with his hot mm-hmm. breath media empire. Let's welcome to the Laugh Sport podcast, Joel Byers. <laughs> 
Nice. And we started with a dab. Oh, my God. You know what? We could go ahead and just shut this thing down. You know what I'm saying? It's so soon there. <laughs> no buyers, welcome to the now award-winning Laugh Support Podcast. We won an award on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. Yes, we did. Wow. And we are on the Hot Breath Comedy Network. And Joel, you inspired Michelle and I to start this podcast last year. We are now wrapping up season two. You are our very first guest that we interviewed. And a lot has changed about our podcast. Look at this. We have a theme song now. Tell it. Tell us what you thought about that theme song. I love the theme song. I hope Michelle's all right with you calling her short several times oh. to a melody. You're good with that? <laughs> yes, but it made me laugh so hard. I'm like, we're using it. And I had to cut that down. It was like five minutes long. Oh, yeah. I cut yeah. it down for that. <laughs> so. I loved it. And that, that's what inspired me to even reach out to you guys about doing a podcast together. Because I was just a fan of what y'all do. And just who you are as people first, I was fans of. But then your rapport, I just knew that you guys would create magic together. So I'm glad that you're still doing it and having me back to live it. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty. And look, we have the yeah. backdrop back there. We have our award that's on the screen. We have the Hot Breath logo because that's that's what that's what got us started here. So Michelle, you wanted to ask about the Hot Breath Comedy Network Ooh. and Hot Breath, what's going on there? <gasps> yeah, I just wanted to know because like I, I've noticed like there's been a shift and a change of what you've been working on, um, you know, because I, I know like you originally just worked really hard on your trophy husband special. But now mm -hmm. it's like your your vision has expanded where you are becoming this media mogul like you've added like you've added us to your network. How many other comedians and, and shows are you like adding and changing and just tell us everything. Spill it, Joel. Just spill well, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this started as like a podcast. Hot Breath started as a podcast and then it became like an online community. And now it is becoming more of like, like a network. You know, you have this show on here, but we also do two live streams a week on our YouTube channel. Um, and then also I'm starting to create my own like original content. That's more like comedy storytelling. It's like kind of like the stories behind the comedians and their process and what they do. So I'm expanding beyond just interviewing comedians and more getting into more of like, more like video essay style content mm. is what I'm starting to expand into is that I, I just see I don't know. Like I, I can be ADD and just want to do a bunch of different things mm -hmm. and jump around. So I kind of do something for a while and then find inspiration somewhere else. So I see a lot of comedians now on social media posting their stand up and posting their crowd mm -hmm. work. So I'm I'm always looking for like, all right, well, what's next or what can I do that other people aren't doing? So this new chapter is more of like the people behind the punchlines, as I like to mm. call it. And I'm starting to share kind of those stories and, and really tapping into my storytelling aspect and like really learning storytelling and learning about comedians and what makes them tick and what makes them great. And really hoping to kind of build that out more. And that's that's on my personal YouTube channel. So there's the Hot Breath YouTube channel and now my Joel Byers. They used to be sketches and skits, but now... I'm really trying to expand into more storytelling and kind of tapping into that, which I've always been interested in, but haven't really taken the time to learn. 
So I'm glad people are really enjoying it because I'm having a blast with it. Mm. And everything you do is very, uh, it's very well done. I mean, it's just, you don't halfway do it. Even though you said, you know, I'm ADD kind of bounce around a little bit. If you do it, you pour yourself into it. And it's very, mm -hmm. uh, it's very apparent that that's what you do. And so that's super cool. Yeah. Like Michelle mentioned the, the one on Kevin Hart. I saw that. Um, it's just, you know, it's just super interesting and you don't even have to be a comedian to find that interesting. Good storytelling will bring anybody in when yeah. you're telling a good story. So I think that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. And that, that, that is the goal is to also tap into like a, a bigger, wider audience as well of like comedy fans that enjoy learning about comedians. I know hop breath can be super specific to comedians sometimes, even though I mean, there's so many amazing comedian interviews on there. But uh, that is a big part of the storytelling aspect is like, all right, how can we tap into like a more broad audience that would just appreciate this information? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's documentary style, you know, yeah. I've watched, mm -hmm. I've watched several documentaries on stuff that I'm like, I, I don't care about the blue belly platypus, but somebody told the story really <laughs> well. And I'm like, dude, this was really awesome. Like I yeah. couldn't turn away because they hooked me. They got me in and I had to, you know, I had to watch the whole thing. So. And I feel like people only see one side of comedians a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and it may just be them on stage. And then that's all they really know about them. So I think comedians are so interesting and complex. And what I've learned is like comedians can do so many different things beyond just tell jokes. So to really give insight into that side of comedy is something I don't think is really out there yet. So I'm really hoping to kind of like with the podcast, interviewing comedians about how they do what they do from like a, like a skill set level. I think right. getting into the story behind comedians is another angle that hasn't really been tapped into. So I'm, I'm real excited about that and have really been pouring everything into that new YouTube channel. I'm really excited about where it's going. It has a uh, TMZ kind of feel to it. Oh, you know, you know. So, the tea. So I, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, will there ever be like a stalker video where now like we get some video footage <laughs> of you, you know, waiting outside, you know, like the green room or uh, backstage, you know, out at the door, just like, I hope, I hope, you know, Kevin Hart will come out here and talk to me because here, he, you know, like some, oh, look at him roll up on such and such. I got to see his shoes. I don't know. Some kind of... um you know, stalker type. <laughs> it's thing, very right? possible. I can't rule out any trash. <laughs> yeah. I literally can't rule out anything. I, I could see that being very possible for sure. And um, if I don't get arrested first, mm. so. I think it, I think it could be, cause you know, I love alliteration. I think it needs to be buyer in the bushes. Buyer in no the buyers in the bushes. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, and then he just yes. jumps out of the bushes at comedians. Just like right Bigfoot, just out in the wild. Just <laughs> Stalking yes, comedians. Yes. You could you could stalk comedians, but then you could also, you know, have this the the bush and then you could jump out and start telling people yeah, jokes. Yeah. Like you could do so much with buyers in the bushes. Like that's yes. hilarious. Yeah. Because like I live with I live with hunters. This is what's funny. This is what's funny. Okay, so I live with hunters. They have ghillie suits. You know what a ghillie suit is? Uh -huh. I mean, it's like a swamp man. Like I could see you in a ghillie suit jumping out yeah. of the bushes. But I just realized when I said hunter. So the first time when Joel was doing the right 10 back when it first, like during 2020, there was a small group of us. So whoever won the joke of the day, he actually interviewed you on Fridays. Like there was, you know, the first time that you interviewed me, Joel, I remember realizing that behind me on the couch was guns. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. 
And you were mocking me because there were guns behind me. <laughs> I am not lying. Look at this. No. Her and her guns. Her <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Gotta <laughs> stay strapped. I just here. realized I didn't take the guns out of my background. <laughs> Michelle mentioned you live you said you live in a nice neighborhood, but yes, yeah. apparently it comes with some Perks, well, this is this is how well, we now. Keep it nice. This is why. That's how you this keep it nice. Yeah. How we keep it nice, brother. <laughs> they know. Don't you come in. Don't, don't come in here causing trouble in my neighborhood. Like I got the I got the vantage point right here from the upstairs. And no, don't even. Don't. Our, I just realized our neighborhood. We have a sign that says "concealed neighborhood we uh, uh concealed weapon neighborhood." So mm. it's also a very nice neighborhood. Yes. Yes. Sod. Yeah. My, yes. my guns are. I have mask. lip balm. I don't know if that that'll save you. It, it's shaped like a bullet. I don't know if that helps. But... <laughs> no, those those chap lips. You know, if it was someone coming in trying to kiss you, you know, that'd run them off. They're right away. They'd be like, rub strike, it in their eyes. You know, we'll burn them down. I have a match strike here. <gasps> so if we're showing if we're showing what we have in our area right now, hilarious. My 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 son. Okay, so since we've been sleeping upstairs, my dad was in the bedroom downstairs, and my husband and I are in the spare bedroom, and we've got a bonus room up here, and the remote control is missing. And I don't hardly ever watch TV, but I'm like, okay, I'm sitting in this giant recliner in the whatever. I want to watch TV. And my son's like, yeah, I don't know where it is. So I start taking apart the sectional. It's a teenage boy's bonus no. room, right? And I feel uh, something, oh. my hand. And I'm like, what is this? Y'all, it, no. it was a lizard. It was a lizard. Oh. Okay, but it was this lizard. It was this lizard. Okay. It's oh. like... Yeah. But still, it is creepy feeling, and my fingers touch this thing. For our uh, for our listening audience, I have I think it's like a beanie baby lizard, mm -hmm. but it's slimy. Yeah. Do you see how slimy, Michelle? Why do we have to be so technical, Michelle? Why do you have to correct me, like my big sister Bobby Joe? Why do you have to come at me when I'm wrong, Michelle? <laughs> Just let it be a lizard. Is a gecko a lizard? Look it up. Yes, Google it, it Michelle. Okay, it listen. Is, is I'm fine, just glad fine. the story Look. ended with it was a lizard. That I know. Me gone. too. Me too. So like this, many. Did yeah, you save yeah. 10% on your couch insurance? That's all I want to know. Right. So I did save on my insurance with my lizard, with my gecko. Yeah. You know, your imagination, that's what we are, creatives. So before I pulled that thing out, oh, it was a hundred different things that I was holding in my head that was in my brain. So <laughs> yeah, we don't like, we don't like surprises like that. But okay. So speaking of surprises, let's talk a little bit about, so Michelle and I, now we're on season two. And we have had um, we've had some pretty amazing guests, and we have we've uh, observed a lot of interesting things. Yeah, some are really yeah. amazing. Some really make you work for it, right? Mm -hmm. So let's talk about guests. Let's talk about guests. I was writing a list of um, of guests, types of guests that we've had, and we'll see if you can add to it or if you've experienced these type of guests. So the super quiet guest, who you can't hardly hear, guest. Or the one who just just didn't want to talk to you. Like you go, oh, this guy's Joe Byers. He's awesome. He's going to chit chat and he's going to be so much fun. Yes. And then they no. say nothing, Joel. They yeah. say nothing. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? No. I mean, yeah, you just keep talking. I mean, early on, it was literally, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say any names, but there are some comedians I've interviewed where I was like, you're a professional speaker. Right. And you can't speak, you know? So I what I would do is just like, keep talking or just keep asking them. I, I think as I got more confident in interviewing, 
I would just press them and like be like, oh, that's that's all you want to say about it. Like, but early on, you're you're so nervous that I would just talk through the awkwardness. But then you can you kind of can work it out of them. It can also help to ask starting an interview with like talking about what they're most interested or excited about. And that can come through research or mm. something they're real excited about. You can kind of open up with that topic and then that'll get them talking and more comfortable. But there is a rapport and a, a comfort level that you have to like create with the guest for them to really open up and you get those golden nuggets out of them. Mm. Michelle is really great about, uh, well, one, her theory is that we have quiet guests because I won't shut up, but that's okay, Michelle. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, Michelle. You can't get a word in edgewise. That's why. that's why. Why is Michelle so quiet? Can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said this, this next season, we're going to do a, and now it's time for a segment we call Shut Up, June. <laughs> and then we'll just let Michelle talk. But Michelle has been great. I'm glad you mentioned that. Michelle has been great about, like, definitely in season two, about she's much better about doing the research on the guest, or it'll be somebody that she did comedy with 10 years ago or 15 years ago or whatever. And she will bring up something that they hadn't thought about in years. Well, she'd be like, how oh, I remember, I remember in like 1987 when you were such and such did whatever. And they're like, Oh, wow. Oh, man, mm. I hadn't thought about that in years. And she, she really does a great job of paying attention to the guest and pulling out, there'll be projects she pulls out and they're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot I even did that. And that'll fill that gap for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That this research is, is crucial. Life, Joel. Oh, <laughs> But I love, yeah, I love, she's like, you'll fill in, Michelle fills in the gaps where June isn't talking. She fills in the gaps with the interview is what it sounds yes. like. We interview <laughs> each other, really. <laughs> I have to wait for June to take a breath and then I get two seconds in. <laughs> but yeah, the research is crucial. I mean, that's such a great way to stand out from other shows, you know, that like you want your guests to come on your show and remember it and want to tell their friends about it and tell their friends to come on the show, you know, and big part of that mm -hmm. is like taking it seriously, doing the research, having an interesting conversation beyond just like a mundane talk that anyone could do on any podcast. Mm, yeah. And well, uh, Michelle also has like, she's been a, a comedian for a long time and she's also been a fan of comedy for a long time. So she has, she's always supported comedians. So mm -hmm. she's got so many books so many t-shirts that comedians wrote. She may have never read the book, but she bought the book, you know, like she supports the comics that, that we have on, right. Who knows? Yeah. Like if, it, if she's, you know, if she actually read all of them, I couldn't have no way, but, but that helps too. When you like hold up the t-shirt or something that she bought when she saw them 10 years ago or whatever, it's, it's, it's super cool to, to see her do that. So, oh, for sure. But, but she still doesn't, she doesn't have my t-shirt. Do you, Michelle? Tell, no, tell me why you don't no, have my t-shirt, Michelle. Because um, when I had your t-shirt in my hand, it went to Bob Smiley and Bob oh. Smiley wore it. And he was wearing the, um, if you can't beat him, tase him shirt, which is such a great shirt. <laughs> but, the one, but the one that, <laughs> the one that I want is the oops a daisy. Cause uh, it has Van Dusen on there, right? Or that's part of the joke. Well, the joke, part of the joke is Van Dusen. Yeah. So one of my, one of my characters, um, so the, the hateful cheerleader and one of my bits, her name is Daisy Van Dusen, <laughs> <laughs> which is okay. Cause tell him what you did, Michelle. Uh, one of my jokes is I have a friend named June who's afraid to eat organic. She thinks she's going to catch a GMO. 
<laughs> oh, nice. So I get to be the dumb blonde in her joke, and she gets to be the villain in mine. Daisy which is Van Dusen. Yeah, I was just, I literally was just on a, a podcast recently, and they were like, your co-host is Michelle Van Dusen. And I go, no, I know. What about that last name? And they're like, she sounds evil. Like, <laughs> like, like she could be like, she she's going to take over the Marvel world or something. Like, they were having this whole conversation about what? Michelle's last name. So. Yes. I think I will. <laughs> and then you meet her and you're like, oh, she's nice. Yeah. She can't yeah. She's fly. She's super. Yeah. She's super sweet. I mean, she yelled at me this season, Joel. She, she yelled at me one time. And, oh. it, and, and I'll never forget it. We had a guest coming on. We were both very excited about. So let's talk about other challenges with podcasts. Um, time zones. Uh, time zones. zones. <laughs> yeah. Time zones. Uh, mm -hmm. Scheduling. Yeah. Scheduling. Time yeah. zones. Yeah. Scheduling and time zones. So, yeah. So, we had a guest. Um, her name was Sylvia Tremor Morrison. And she was the very first African-American female impressionist of all time. Awesome. Her, um, her first manager was Red Fox. Wow. Yeah, she toured with yeah. Whitney Houston. These are the caliber guests that we've had on this season. She toured with Whitney Houston. Um, I met her at the LOL GCA conference in Virginia, and we became fast friends and just like, I just absolutely adore and respect She's and love this, this woman. She's fantastic. And she agreed to come on our podcast. And Michelle got the time zones mixed up. And I'm like, but I didn't know that. And she's not responding to my text messages and she's not coming on. And I'm like, my main concern is, is like, is she okay? Because mm -hmm. the podcast will wait, right? You know, because when you, you know, when you're working with a partner, it's both of you guys have to be in the flow. And I think the podcast, you know, like, I'm not worried about the podcast at this point. Sweet Sylvia, I loved her. I was excited about her, but Aww. I want to it like Michelle, you know, she hadn't gotten hurt or something happened happened to somebody in your family so she finally pops on and and she's like stirring around and getting stuff and i go hey hey like slow down are you are you okay like i literally want to know are you okay and she goes what no i'm not okay june and i was like oh dang yes queen what <laughs> And I go, okay. And she goes, I got the time zones messed up. <laughs> and she's like getting all this stuff together. But she knew how important. But I, I was like, okay, well, she is okay. I'm going to let that one slip. Because <laughs> she don't know. That trailer park side of me, I just was sipping my tea. <laughs> I don't recall this. I'm pretty sure that was a dream you had. I don't think I've ever yelled at her. She suppressed it. Yeah. yeah she yeah. blocked it out. She snapped on me, Joel. But like, so you do, you, has Yoshi, you've done, you do uh, talk about um, you and Yoshi get together and oh. do a, a podcast. Yes. Yeah. 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 We do the, we do a live stream every Tuesday on the YouTube channel where we give feedback, joke feedback to comics. And oh uh, yeah, we've been doing that for a while now. It is a lot of fun, mm. but I mean, there aren't time zone. There hasn't been any time zone issues because uh, we're in like, the same time zone and we don't have a guest coming on like the schedule is what it is every week right but yoshi does have like children he has like a whole family outside of this silly gooseness that he does with us yes. every week so there have been several times where he's either been late because he dropped his kid off at like soccer practice or had to pick his kid up from school 
or in the middle of it, what I've started to pick up on is um, if he's doing like this, if he covers his mouth, he's talking to his kids yes. on the other side of the curtain next to him. And I started to pick up on that. He would start to like, if, if I'm talking and he's like doing, looking around and covering his mouth, I know he's like having to parent while do like we're, we're online giving, you know, silly joke feedback. And he's like trying to raise a family on the other side of this curtain. Right. So it's so much fun, but yeah, no, there hasn't been any yelling or anything. Um, but Yoshi was also the DJ at my wedding. So he has seen me cry. Um, a suspicious amount. So um, he always has that on me if anything ever did happen. Mm. Michelle, she came to my mom's funeral and laughed. So does that count? <laughs> oh, well, you know, you laugh to keep from wow. crying. I get it. I get it. Wow. No. Um, <laughs> she just up your spot out here. <laughs> listen, you have to listen to that episode. So Joel, have you, have you ever had this happen? Oh, we had a guest on who was fantastic. Her name is Sherry Nettles. And she literally, like, she has a testimony about how, like, she was, the, the doctor told her she was, you know, she had cancer. She was going to pass away, like, very soon. Get your stuff in order. That kind of thing. Um, that was, like, 15 years ago. And so, yeah. And so, as we were having this conversation, like, she would talk about something. And then she'd be like, oh, well, that person's dead. And then the yeah. next thing she would say is, oh, yeah, that person passed away last year. And then she's like, oh, yeah, well, I started that bit. When I found out I was going to die. And so like, we're laughing, we're laughing about all of this death. And we're like, this is the most morbid episode. Literally the next week, my mom passed away. Yeah. Oh my God. But this is how comedy works though. Like I like, li like literally like I found the irony and humor and the fact that like the last podcast I did was like, we were laughing about Death. this right so then um so we started the next podcast with well we just want to tell you that uh sherry nettles killed my mother yeah but michelle michelle really did she drove all the way um from tulsa oklahoma to kentucky and was there you know at at my mom's funeral and my family yeah. In all circumstances, especially the most difficult, you know, my dad recently with him staying with me, we were talking about kind of the history of humor in our family. And he said, you know, we have always used comedy to smooth out the rough spots in our life. Mm. And I thought, man, that's that's it. That just that's it. That says it all. But um, literally, Michelle, like, was the last person to go through and hug my dad and uh, at my mother's casket. And my dad popped off something hilarious oh about my, my mom being buried with her dentures so that oh she so that when he dies and he gets there, that she can she can be prepared to chew his Heiny, but yeah. he didn't say Heiny. You know what I'm saying? No. Clean mm -hmm. podcast. Michelle bust out laughing. She's like standing there. Stop. But it couldn't stop. It was just, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So once you meet Hot Dog, you've met Hot Dog. And then <laughs> June's comedy is just that much funnier because you're like, oh, this this dude is seriously real. And and June is barely, <laughs> June is barely touching the tip of the iceberg of yeah. the hilarity that her family is. Yeah. So yeah, once you meet him, Joel, you know you've met him and you can't stop laughing in the most inappropriate time. 
you know, just and mm-hmm. then and then it's that laugh, laughing, crying phase that you, the, yeah. now you just can't stop. And you're like, just get me out of here. Just get me out of here. And you're like, oh, but yeah. first let's move the casket. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was just. But yeah. that's what happens. Like, really, when you're doing podcasts, life happens. Yoshi's mm-hmm. raising kids. They're coming in and out. We've had my dog, Reginald. Oh, yeah. Reggie's busted through the door, you know, because they're setting off bird cannons across the street. And, and it, like, it. Bird it, cannons. It, Oh yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. You're just just gonna glance over that like that's in every neighborhood ever. (laughs) Yeah, so they not. (laughs) Well, have you you've heard of potato cannons? Have you seen those? Yeah, so instead of a potato, (laughs) I can't. Instead of a potato, they put a bird in. (laughs) No, Joel, they don't shoot birds out of a (laughs) twenty-one bird salute. It's called bird abatement. I live I live on a creek, like in a community that's surrounded by water and, and trees and a ridge. And guns. And uh-huh. when the and guns. And when the blackbirds like migrate here, they settle in trees and stuff. And so they basically it's like sound cannons that go off and it keeps the birds from like nesting all in one spot for days. It just keeps them moving on to the next location. Cause you know, I live in a fancy neighborhood. We can't have no birds in our trees here. There's no bird poop in this subdivision. Okay. So yeah. So, but life, like life happens, life really happens. And you just, you, you keep, going you do mm-hmm. you know you do what you do but what what we found and i wondered if you've had this experience um we've had opportunities during this time since we were doing this last year and now this year you know last year people were still in shutdowns we had we had a comedian from canada who couldn't come in and out of the us there was just so so much going on and we found some really um neat conversations and connections that the comedians needed at the time, not on the air, but conversations before the podcast or after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wondered, I wondered if you had had that experience doing your podcast throughout this time where you got to talk to comics that were maybe struggling or had something going on in their life that they just kind of, another comic just seemed like somebody they could tell that to. Oh my gosh. I've gotten like messages that like the podcast saved their life. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, especially, it's like, I mean, I know for me, you know, I was 10 years into comedy, like I was a touring headliner and then overnight I'm unemployed. Right. So like literally like I wake up and I'm unemployed. So you're like, what? So, I, th- I mean, it was a, and it listen, I mean, it was a crazy time for everyone. I'm not mm-hmm. saying my mind was any different or more dramatic, but like, I think during the pandemic, especially when so many people were trying to find a direction or a community or support or an mm-hmm. outlet to just distract themselves from the pandemic. And like the hot breath of really, really create a lot of connections that, I mean, it's created lifelong friends that people are now like doing shows together. Or they're doing other projects together. And it's been so great to like start meeting these people as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I met, I've starting to meet a lot of the members in real life and I'm starting to like, I'm getting booked from members as well. Mm. And like when I meet these people, a lot of them have a story of like how hot breath helped them at this certain time or another. And it's helped me just as much, you know, and it's really, we talk about the power of comedy and how like one thing is you stand on stage and do jokes, but like the power of comedy is like, goes way beyond just like telling a punchline. And it really does create a connection and a lot of levity in uncertain or, 
otherwise sad or scary times. So it's that's probably been the most rewarding part of it all is getting to meet the people and hear their stories and really just something that started as a podcast. Now this like community where people actually find purpose. It's yeah. very, it's very rewarding. You're like a lifeline. I mean, that's, that's what's mm -hmm. so neat about you, Joel is out of watching all the um, comedians pr prior to the shutdown, you know, you s took your time to be like a hub and, and you weren't competitive mm -hmm. with other people. You were inclusive. You're like, you know what? Let's come this way. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. And I and I loved watching how uh, in the Hot Breath um, Writers Group that you'd be like, okay, we're positive here. We're not going to cut someone else down. We're going to just always be positive. Mm -hmm. positive. You know, if you're going to take that negativity somewhere else, there's other places you can go be a jerk. Uh, you didn't mm -hmm. say that, but um, but here we're going to encourage one another. Yeah. We're going to build our comedy. You know, we're we're not going to just sit and do nothing. So it was just amazing how you spent what 300 and some days or whatever it was over oh, it was 400 it was over 400 days i need i don't remember how many exactly but it was over 400 days in a row live streaming <laughs> yeah that that you spent and and you continue to build your comedy muscle and you were teaching people how to do the same thing and you built this community that people do support each other and that mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of people didn't do that during the time you know everyone was like shut down shut away. And I'm so glad to hear that, you know, people did reach out and say, you saved my life. I like that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you, you should be really proud, uh, really proud about what you've done and accomplished, even though that wasn't what you set out to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you set out to like, I'm going to do my comedy. Let me invite some people and then to watch it grow. That's why I'm saying, you know, you're like a media empire now. That's mm -hmm. why you're, you're the mogul. Yes. Yeah. Oh, comedy so. mogul. Well, well, and the thing too is, um, someone I, I just heard this at the the LOL GCA. Someone said, and it just rings into my brain is that um, there's a difference between being invited and being welcomed somewhere. Mm. Yeah, and there's a lot of places you're invited to be a part of in these groups and things like that. But you fostered an environment that people aren't just invited to come in, but they are very welcome. Wow. You feel welcomed when you, when you're a part of that. And it's not a, um, it's not a group that cancels people if they yeah. step out of bounds a little bit or whatever. It's something that's handled very, um, just with kindness and respect to people that go, you know, yeah, I, I get where you're going or what you're trying to do here, but this is how we keep it in this group. And, um, and I, it, you know, I've found that's, that's just not the norm to be able to, uh, conduct a train like that without it going off the rails with so many people from so many walks of life. I mean, you've got, you've got comedians that, you know, that are Christians like myself and Michelle, you got comedians that are atheists. You got comedians that are, you know, in the U S you got comedians that are in India. I mean, they're all over the world and somehow you've created this kind of harmonious welcoming mm -hmm. environment that all of these people that would seemingly not have anything in common find something in common in this group. And that that's yeah. just awesome. We're, and, and it inspired this. And it mm -hmm. is something that for me, I was one of those comics who uh, I quit my job in 2020. And then everything shut down. And I just I remember like, in the morning, just kind of sitting there staring at the ceiling. And I looked over 
at Facebook and there's this guy with a notepad and like four people. And he's like, I'm going to write for 10 minutes. That's what we're doing. There was like four people that were watching. And then like a few days later, there was like five or six. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start doing this thing. And I remember for a long time, it was like 12 people. There was like 12 of us. And then you were like, oh, we got 25 in the room. And then golly, just a few months later, it was like 125 people. Yeah. <laughs> in and out and it was mm-hmm. it was needed but that that shows that you know if you do something quality and you find something that people need if you build it they will come right and yeah been yeah. building it and people are coming so so um <laughs> the well, locations talking about different parts of the country i can tell you michelle is much like um she's like the santa tracker you know what i'm talking about like on christmas eve the, the news dude goes and they're like, Santa Claus is over the, you know, and they're telling uh-huh. you up to date every, that's how she is about our podcast. She's the <laughs> podcast tracker. She's like messaging me all the time. And she's like, we're in Europe. We're in Canada. We're in Australia. We're in India. The only, yeah, she has a map. She said, look at I her little colored that. map. So for our listeners, Michelle has a, has a, a printout of the United States. Looks like maybe a kindergarten mm-hmm. map printout. <laughs> Thank well, you. Does. Mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. she's colored in. So what are the different colors that you're showing us, Michelle? Is it just because you ran out of or you lost one crayon or? Oh, no. <laughs> it looks great, oh, Michelle. Colored pencils, colored pencils. Right. No, is the it color colors is what was close to me to, to color with at the time. That's why. Okay. So if if you have, Joel, if you have yep. anybody that, in Idaho, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Kansas, North Dakota, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, and uh, West Virginia, Delaware. Tell them to start listening, would you please? Oh, and Let's Mississippi. Go. Yeah, we don't have anyone, any listeners in there. Oh, and Alaska. You will. Angie, come on. Download our <laughs> podcast one time, Angie. I know one we got to reach out specifically to our one friend. I have a friend who's a doctor in Alaska. He's pretty serious. This, I don't think this, he'll. This is oh, my gosh. Camp. That's so cool. Yeah. So The whole world. For people listening on the podcast, she's holding up a map. It's, just, it's very visually stimulating when you're listening to audio. Only. It is. It is great. Yeah. It is yeah. great to That's so all cool. the it's continents the except Antarctica. So anybody know any scientists out there? We got to get Antarctica. one time. Just we one time. We got to get yeah. Antarctica. That's yeah. That's our, yeah. that's our biggest goal. Come and on. I hear that's the safest place to live on the planet is Antarctica. So. I don't know. And the cold. Maybe they're safe because they're not listening to podcasts. Yeah, safe or because there there's no one there. Well, that could be the other reason. Look at that, oh, Michelle and wow. the map. This is India. This is India. That there's is so a couple, cool. Couple spots that aren't filled. I would say the names, but I don't know them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, isn't that crazy though? That and I know, cool. I know your podcast is worldwide as well. And to think that like somebody in Australia is listening right now to the podcast. Like that's insane. Does that blow your mind, Joel? Like how far and how many people that you reach? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so fun to like get to connect with these people. I mean, I just did a comedian in Australia. I was just a guest on his podcast. Like it, it's amazing the people you can reach if you just put out something like, you know, with the right intention, like you guys are doing just putting out something that people can really gravitate towards. It, it really is. I'm, I'm beyond grateful for what started as me interviewing my friends about how they write jokes, you know, to now getting to connect with comics all over the world. It's, it's something you could never like start with that intention. And it's just like a fun side effect of just 
doing what you love and creating what you wish existed. And then like you talk about with the community, it's like, I was just creating something I wish existed. You know, mm. when I came up in comedy, it was very negative and competitive. So I was like, oh, well, this community is going to be positive and supportive. And that was just the intention. And then from there, it's just grown and expanded. But it was, it all started with like, what do I wish existed? And it helps me just as much as other people saying it helps them. Like it, it helps me just as much, if not more. So I'm, I'm just grateful for the whole experience. Now, Michelle, you talk about connections. Um, I was opening for Jeff Allen. It got delayed because this year, this in December last year, um, a tornado actually hit here in my hometown, like a historic tornado ran through the entire county that I live in. And so we had to cancel the show that Jeff was doing here, Jeff Allen here at the theater. And um, we, in the in-between time, had him on our podcast. And uh, Michelle, as we were talking, Jeff says to Michelle, yeah, you know, I'll be heading over to, or heading to Oklahoma sometime soon. So just reach out to me. So Michelle, speaking of connections, so what did you do this last weekend, Michelle? We're going to talk about this <laughs> on a previous podcast, but, but tell Joel what you just did. I opened for Jeff Allen. Two shows. two shows. Two shows? Two shows. Yeah. Let's Cause go. he was, he was in Tulsa and then he was in Oklahoma city. And, oh uh, my so gosh, two different so clubs. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool, really intimidating. And um, being able to do that because he's my friend. Like that's, mm -hmm. that was what was cool. Yeah, and having, to, like I had to do all the, the, the footwork for it. So I had to contact the club. I had, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, how do I write this email? Said, <laughs> you know, like Jeff said, it was okay. And um, because he was on our podcast, um, he said those words. Yeah, when I'm in Oklahoma, you can open for me. And I'm like, okay. I was personally invited. That's how I yes. I did it. I was personally invited by Jeff to, you know, so it was really cool. It was really, yeah. But I'm not going to talk I about it because you can listen to the podcast about it before. But yeah, so that was really cool having those connections because I know you've you've made a lot of connections. And um, we're an award-winning podcast and now you're an award-winning uh good intentions award to joel byers um Let just letting you know yeah yeah it, it, it's from our podcast to you <laughs> thank you so and you spelled my name right thank you so much yeah, that's awesome so you are officially hold it back up the laugh support podcast good intention award winning comic that's yeah. what you are, so, Joel. That's what you are. You probably won other awards, but this one, this one, yeah. when it's, when it, when Michelle, Michelle just basically for our, again, for our listeners, Michelle likes to do a lot of stuff. They just have to figure out. <laughs> see on the video. Yeah. She, she drew a trophy uh, on a piece of paper with a Sharpie. So that's, or, I mean. Or a wine glass. I'm not sure. I, I can decide. A chalice, perhaps, maybe <laughs> a goblet. She has a goblet. Joel, <laughs> Joel, a grail? A goblet. It's the Holy Grail. <laughs> That's right. And then as I'm like, oh, I should have made this into a microphone instead. Whoops. Oh, well. So no, I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that's can, super cool. Brag. Super My wife cool. will be so proud. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that impresses our, our spouses. And, you know, my children, my children are so impressed with nothing. I could literally tell them, I'm going to open for Kevin Hart and tour 27 cities with him. And they'd be like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You love Kevin Hart, kids, but you love <laughs> Kevin Hart. And they're like, yeah, 
but why is he got you coming? Yeah, why? Like, you? What? What's like, the catch? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. did you do, mom? But hey, okay. So let's talk about real quick before before we let you go here, Joel. Um, dry bar. So you've recorded a dry bar special. Um, mm-hmm. We've we've had a lot of comics on here this season that have recorded and kind of in the same situation as you. Dry mm-hmm. bar is, um, you know, you're not ever really sure when it's coming out, but it's super exciting when it does. So sure. you are one of our guests that has recorded, but it's not quite out yet. So tell us about that. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, dry bar, I mean, when, we, when you talk about like things you wish existed, I mean, dry bar was probably the most positive experience I've had mm-hmm. in my comedy career. Like every, like you get treated like royalty there. It's so amazing. Everyone is so nice. So accommodating from the staff to the audiences, like the entire experience was absolutely amazing and really made you as a comedian be like, Oh, this is why I do this. Like it really, you can tell not only is just like the content they create high quality, but the experience they create both in front of the scenes and behind the scenes of that whole production is absolutely incredible. And I, I really hope that that spreads to other productions and other communities and whatnot, because like I have nothing but positive things to say about my experience and I'm excited for it to come out, but you know, it's all, as they say, it's all on God's time. You know, you just let go, let God. So that's what we do in here. But, um, I'm hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful to be able to have done it and to have that opportunity. Um, because it really was something that, I was a fan of it. I love the idea of like, like they did. They like created like a, they kind of filled a gap. Like there was not really a clean comedy platform that really gave lesser known comedians the opportunity to find a new fan base. And they're the same with the audiences. You know, there wasn't a place for people who enjoy clean comedy. There wasn't a place where they know they can go and it's going to be clean and safe for the whole family, which is what I always from the beginning of my career, I've always wanted to do shows where there's like grandkids to like grandparents at the show. So this was an opportunity to really showcase what I've been working on for over 10 years and to really connect with other like-minded people and to build that relationship and continue to create together. I mean, it. I recommend it for anyone who wants to go see the live production or a comedian who wants to perform. I recommend like taking advantage of it and pursuing it for sure. Now, Michelle has been on uh, a dry bar. It's not out yet. Um, she was front row audience. Show them that smile, Michelle. Show them that smile. Look at that. Oh, I recognize oh. you. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. She can't, she can't help but the camera gravitate towards her. I mean, I was sitting right beside her and they, they didn't. <laughs> We were front row. They got, and Rhonda, they got your Rhonda shoulder. Corey. Your shoulders in yeah, there. Yeah. Your shoulders in there. You're welcome. Yeah. Maybe the camera couldn't pan <laughs> high enough to get to my big bobblehead. I'm like, no, we don't need a bobblehead on this one. So, yeah. We, we went and watched um, Rhonda Corey uh, record her dry bar special oh, and yeah. hung out. And you, yeah. And I, even as the guest of the comedian, we were treated like royalty. They were so kind and accommodating and all of that stuff. So, I cannot wait for yours to come out. I know that the audience there absolutely loved you. And when you talk about, um, when you talk about the clean platform, I know I mentioned Sylvia before, but she and I were having a conversation and uh, she was talking about like female comics who can't do clean at all and mm. how she tries to mentor them. Cause she says, you know, if, if Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or whoever, you know, the late night talk shows are, 
if you can't do it a solid five minutes without being able to be clean, those are opportunities you're, you're never going to get mm-hmm. because they can't put you on, even though they support non-clean comics. They can't put you on if you can't do a little something, something to be on network television. And, yeah. and, you know, and that's kind of goals for a lot of people. And so, it, it, and that's the thing too at dry bar is they don't necessarily only book clean comics, but they only book comics who can work clean. And exactly. really work clean. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, you know, even if you don't want to be a clean comedian all of the time, it's not a bad skill set to have in. Because like you said, if, if you can, if you can perform in front of the grandkid and the grandpa, you're, it's limitless. Your opportunities, the doors, there's not a lot of doors that are going to shut because of your material. Mm-hmm. It just gives you more opportunity when you can do that. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there's, there's just more more the more people you can entertain the more tickets you can sell you know what i mean so instead of like instead of this couple getting a babysitter and coming to see you now they can bring their kids and now they can bring the aunts and the uncles and now two tickets is now 10 tickets all of a sudden and it's also i never tell comics they should or shouldn't be clean but i recommend being able to be clean right like i mean you know if if there's a corporate gig and they need you to perform for 20 minutes at their luncheon and it's going to pay you more uh, in one gig than you made at like 10 open mics or 10 brewery shows, you know, you want to be able to take that gig confidently. So it's a skill set. I've even interviewed, you know, like Mark Norman, who's not a clean comic, but his advice, he, if he said, if he could change something, he would start out clean because he said, there's just more work when you can be clean. Mm. So it's, it's, it's true. It's definitely, it's not a path you have to pursue, but it's definitely a skill you would want. You need to at least learn just to help your own your own comedy career and the business side of it. Now, Michelle, hearing that, now that you've heard that, are you willing to try and take all those dirty words and that bad uh, content out of your comedy? Young lady, this is an intervention. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Pure sugar, people. Pure sugar. Oh, <laughs> just pure, oh, wait. clean, comedy, and sweet. Comedy. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Simply sweet. Uh, okay. Well, um, thank you for this intervention. Um, Joel, You're thank welcome. you for uh, agreeing to come on again to our podcast. Thank you for that, having this me. Thank really... you for doing this. Oh, my gosh. We're sticking it out, buddy. We're still mm-hmm. here. Uh, we're oh. waiting for for our first paycheck. So let us know um, when that's coming. No, When I get mine, you'll get yours. I yes. promise. It'll trickle Woo! down. Oh, it's the trickle down economy. That's what it is. It's the trickle down. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So before Both we were really tall, so that's going to take forever to get down here. That's all I'm saying. I know. Oh my gosh. And you know what? I was supposed to, I just remembered because I was in a COVID coma. Like I literally was horribly sick with COVID. Um, last year and mm-hmm. i was actually going to get to work with joel in indianapolis and and mm-hmm. ended up having to cancel that Excellent. and i was so excited to be able to like stand by a comic and have my high heels on and then be <laughs> taller than me you know i was like i want a picture by someone super tall but hey so speaking of doing shows tell us really quick so this will air mm, probably close to the end of november so tell us what you got going on if there's anything you want people to december. know about it, the end of december It'll be in December. 
Okay, so probably the beginning of December. Okay, so yeah. as our season finale, so at the end of December and going into the new year, is there any place that um, folks could be like looking for you? you you're going to be on the road where they might be able to catch you? Yeah, I think definitely anyone listening, just listen to the podcast, Hot Breath. It's on YouTube and all podcast platforms. And uh, go subscribe to my personal YouTube channel where I'm doing those like video comedy storytelling style essay videos so definitely go subscribe over there and um, you'll also be able to from there get more info on like where i'll be performing and things like that awesome that's awesome joe we appreciate you so so much it looks like michelle's trying to type in i'm guessing you're joe byers is that right michelle I'm yeah. I'm reading the expressions yeah. on her face. Okay. <laughs> well, Joel, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for inspiring Michelle and I. We truly have been. I mean, it's it's work. It definitely is work. Yes. Um, but it has been such a blessing. And like you said, so many connections that have been made. And all of that is because um you inspired us to to jump out of our comfort zone and do something different. And so for that, we are forever grateful. And that is why you are the laugh support. Uh, award-winning comic and oh, and there you go so that's pretty awesome so michelle's gonna kick you backstage <laughs> there it is one more time with the trophy goblet Ooh. or wine glass good intention award which sounds like the like it's it kind of sounds like the kid in the sports good. that gets the most improved mm. like good intentions it's like you tried joel <laughs> good intentions yeah. buddy but Michelle's going to kick you backstage, stick around so we can say goodbye to you. Michelle Van Dusen, let's tell people really quick where, scroll it because I didn't say it, to Laugh yeah. Support Podcast. Okay, no, not that, Joel stuff. Go back oh, to Joel. Go back to Joel. <laughs> okay, so Joel Byers, comedy.com, hotbreathpodcast.com. He's on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Joel Byers Comedy. So definitely check out. Again, Joel Byers, and it's J-O-E-L-B-Y-A-R-S, comedy.com. You got to spell it right if you want to find him, right? So uh, what an awesome awesome interview. Uh, If you'd like to see the visuals, the things that Michelle was showing that uh, Joel and I had to describe, then you know you can actually watch our podcast on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. We're on Vimeo and also on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to the Life Support Podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast on all the major platforms. Yeah, so uh, so definitely, if you're listening, I'm go watch. And watching, go listen. And, and Michelle, just keep scrolling the Live Support Podcast. Okay. Well, y'all, that's it for this episode and for the season. Michelle, can you believe it's over? Oh, finally, we're going to have a break. Oh, but that cat will be back. Oh. We yeah. need to do more episodes now. <laughs> this is what I need to do. I need to sing. I need to send hot dog to your cat. I need to send my dog to your cat. And then we'll just, that would be good videos. That would be hilarious. I should send the cat to the dog. There we go. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm sending the dog to the cat. All right. Well, let's send this episode into the uh, universe. How about that? There we go. Y'all, that's it. For season two, thank you guys so much for hanging out and hanging on with us for two seasons now. We will be back for a season three. Huge announcement. I know you were all waiting to find out. We will be back for a season three. But until then, as always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. And Michelle Van Dusen, tell them goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, my friend. Thanks for listening. See you next season. Bye-bye.